going on, Canes fans? This is 365 June checking in. I'm here with my co-host Steve OTDD, and uh, we're here to chop it up about this Cheez It Bowl, Oklahoma State review. How you doing, Steve? I'm good, bro. I'm good. It's, it, it was a little rough, but you know I am. You know I felt the fight. I saw the fight. Right. Um, there's a lot of bad though, so it's just I feel good about the good parts because the good parts made me feel. You know, that's more team, like, chemistry. That was more attitude. Mm -hmm. That was, like, more of an energy that, you know, you wanted to see. So seeing that from the players was great. Um, there was some stuff coaching-wise, though, that, you know, was bad. Some is, is, is an understatement, in my opinion. Um, obviously, on the defensive side of the ball, like you said, there was good and there was fight. Um, there was pride. So it wasn't the North Carolina thing. It could have been. It, it could and it been. damn near was. It damn near was, and it was looking like a like a like a deja vu right. in the first quarter. After um, we just spoke about, you know, that was two weeks ago. Where we got to focus on this, but nonetheless, I mean, we came out flat, and the defense came out looking just like they did, you know, a few weeks ago, and and yeah. they were sitting in these deep zones, letting oh all this God. underneath. Like let stuff it, go. There were then there was plenty of times where we weren't even lined up on slot receivers. We were have we had our they're on the hash just chilling and our linebacker Fireson or other linebacker or the safety, they just nowhere to be seen. Ooh, that's, yeah. That's like when, when you're playing Madden versus like your little brother or something and you see him pick the four three, so you're like, All right, I'm going I'm yeah. going four wide. Yeah, like <laughs> it was like crazy. What bro. are they expected them to do? It's just like Bubba Bolden said it twice, um, after the game. He said it twice that, you know, it really helped the defense when we went to man. Like, damn right, it really helped the defense when we went to man. I mean, like I said, we were letting all this underneath stuff go. And Not for a tackles. lot of the time uh, during the first three drives, it took basically a whole half for them to kind of really shift. And, I mean, once once it got to 21, you know, it was like, all right, that's yeah. enough. And And there was some switch that the players, I think, flipped. Where they, in their mind, said, regardless of what's being called or what the scheme is, we have to make a play. Um, and we'll talk about how the defense got better, but I want to talk about the missed plays, the missed opportunities on the defensive side of the ball first, starting with yeah. what was it, the second play of the game? Yeah, to Corey Couch. Um, what I wrote on Twitter on the th uh, thread at 365 Kane's Info was it was a give me pick, you know, quarterback rolling. The ball's high. It's inside. You know, it goes through both of your hands. Like you gotta have. That's like, that's you gotta have that. On this, we're gonna call that the ratio pick. That was the one. Yeah, he had like what three hundred and five yards, four touchdowns, or something like that. And, and like this guy had ten interceptions. That's two interceptions. No, but there's two interceptions in this game that we could have had. Three. Three. One was obviously couch. Two being the uh, Bradley Jennings. Was it? Yeah. Well, no, that tip. actually, if we're counting that. Uh, that's what that's, I was counting. That's more. Uh, nah, we okay. had one from Bubba. He dropped one because he lost his footing. Bro, oh, my God. He's break. He's starting to see things before they happen, um, but you got to keep your feet on that because right. he read that. That was a pick. That could have been going the other way. It's game-changing plays like that that lead to op more opportunities for them to score, and this team took advantage of them. Um, and then the Ivy. Ivy dropped man. the pick. That was, yeah, that, yeah, that that's, the the one, that's the one. That's the one I was. He again read it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. jumped it. It was literally perfect. It was everything Early was too. perfect. He just it just went through his hands, like right through his. I basket. mean, we can't blame the corners for dropping picks when our receivers can't even catch. 
That's just yeah. that's just at, yeah, at the point we're at right now. Yeah, well, some of our receivers we, actually. Well, before we go to um, getting all that, I didn't yeah, want to yeah. start the podcast with saying you know about the news of Dear King. Right, right. Um, but you know now that we are talking about the offense, you know it, it does suck. You know tearing his ACL. You know after just announcing that he's coming back, mm-hmm. and you know the you know the reports are yeah he's gonna be back in August. But you know hopefully it was just a partial tear. They're not disclosing that. But you know we have the best medical staff you know in college football right. I believe. Or you know it I mean be. you gotta look at the doctorate degrees coming yeah, out of the exactly. Year. And then you know we're gonna treat him well. And he he's just you know so much things have happened in his life. You know his mom having cancer, his dad just recently dying. Like yo, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like everybody mentions it, how calm he is and how just they Kawhi you know, Leonard is. You know what I'm saying? Just you know every time life tries him, you know he bounces back. So this is just something you know for him to bounce back on. Yeah. And I'm excited for him. I'm expecting him. And, like, I'm very excited from what I've seen from Nikosi Perry. For sure. And, I mean, yeah, I wish him all the best. And I think that this recovery is going to be a good time for him. He, he's he's going to be able to get strong and, and get back out to doing what he loves because, you know, this is something that he loves. We're rewatching the game right now while we just have it on. So we just laughed because yeah. DJ Ivy just got ran over. But um, getting back <laughs> to the point, you know, I, I think King is, is, is going to be fine. You know, it just it just really sucks that yeah, our man. top guy and, yeah. and somebody who we this knew wanted to be out there yeah, this, couldn't be. Exactly. You know, being out there, not not taking the cart, you know, walking out of there mm-hmm. on his own two feet, even, you know, being assisted. Um, so mentally I, tough. It, yeah, mentally tough. And, you know, cheering on the sideline, you know, about everything, yelling at refs for making bad calls. Like, he he's totally engaged. Um, yeah. He's the guy. I'm um, wishing the best of recovery. Yes, sir. And um, he's going to grind. He's going to grind. So yeah, he's we'll going to be, be – and, and we've seen these, you know, especially young athletes come back from ACLs. That sometimes they look better, yeah. yeah sometimes so they put like a robotic – You feel me? Robotic knee. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm excited that, you know, I know he's going to attack that rehab. Right. Um. So he'll be back out there. But um, to mention – sorry not to cut you off – to mention what you said, you know, as far as being excited about Nikosi Perry, a thrower – yeah, do you, do you wanna do you want me to say what I said on Twitter? Um, I said I love when Nikosi Perry doesn't have John Rick as his quarterback coach. <laughs> <laughs> like we wasted legit like three years of his development. Like legit, we can see he, he can throw so the ball. Di- we look, he just looks so different. You saw what you saw in his highlight tape in high school, or just his normal tape in general that he could have touch on the ball. I think one of the biggest things is, too, is that Nikosi Perry honestly, honestly did not come into this game thinking he was getting any snaps. Yeah, and just being ready. Being ready for this moment. Bowl game. All the plays in the book. Yo, we ran plays we didn't see He led us to the comeback. He led us. Yeah, he he, led us to the comeback. He was on the money. And we came back. We we, was, we fell yeah. for for because of our reasons. Yeah, yo, there was two there was two to three plays where Nikosi called an audible, bro. I was like, damn. He he called the auto. You see him went back to the line and you know let the line know what he's seeing, communicating with Gainer. So like you know he was in there, bro. It was the best I've seen Perry play, and you know even right. you know including the you know the comeback against Florida State and you know just from as soon as he got in, just getting thrown into that situation, 
you know, throwing with touch, you know, making the right reads, you know. Looking so, like the guy. He looked like the guy out there for the like team. Looking like somebody who's who, if De'Aaron King was to move on, wasn't going to transfer. Right. You know, he was going to go against Garcia He's like, wait, and TV. I can take this job. Yeah, exactly. He looked like mm-hmm. he could. I was very excited for my scenes from him, you know. So we had a flea flicker. You know, we're just going to start here. It was a big play. Um, it was a bad Chaney, snap. Bad snap. Chaney uh, got a you know get that ball to perry mm-hmm. he had to like make a good made a good play. perry's tall too yeah perry's tall he went all the way down to his yeah, ankles to just, get that <clears throat> and then he had to motion. step up and then try to throw it to pope pope was behind the guys you know by five six mm-hmm. yards so it caused it to be you know yeah. a thrower you have to just you make a contested catch bro it's not going to be that i'm running into the end zone so the ball is coming down and it goes in his bread basket and i slow mode it and you see it slipping out this man tries to then secure it, and the DB snaps it out. I need you to get that ball and secure it, bro. Like, there's just nothing else to it. Like, you got the speed. We Far see too you. many times. We see you going downfield. We know that you're getting behind people. But, yo, the ball ain't there. You got to make it there, bro. Like, it hit the bread the, basket, The bro. thing about Mark Pope is that. So frustrating. He... he and I think what you said, you know, like him, him being mentally kind of in his own way um, is, is possibly, you know, another thing that's affecting him right now. But he's the type of player that he can get past you, but he's not going to do it over you yeah. per se. He can, but that's not him. Yeah, so that's not him. So when you look at not at this level, but obviously like the Tyreek Hills of the world, those guys that still have the speed to get by you, but will come back and make a play on that ball and high point the ball or low point it, or he doesn't have that fully in his game. Yeah. And you see that every time he tries to make contested catches. Wasted. Um, he hasn't had that much this year with the 50, mm-hmm. 50 balls. He had some more previously. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the, the outcomes of those, you know, I could tell you, you know, obviously, you know, cause you would right. you would know those highlights. Um, this year, he you know he had moments where you saw it, like the UVA catch. You know that yeah, was that honest, honestly, that's probably the best catch of the season, the whole year. Still, yeah, and yeah. um, getting his foot down, going up, but he went up with his hands. You feel me? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, and it was a better ball. Yeah. Like it was one of those only the receiver can get it. Yeah, I mean, even the ball. It wasn't a great ball, but it was like one yeah. of those only he yeah, could get but, to. I it. mean, you're you got a guy on you. He's putting his hand in your face. You uh-huh. know, you're jumping, putting your like he went up with his hands. That's what that's that's what I'm talking about. And, and he came down. And with he it. came down with it. And then that's the end, end of the day. That's all that matters. If he would have caught that ball with his chest, nobody would have been like, oh, catch it with your hands. Obviously, I would probably put that on the review. Right. Um, but I would have been like, yo, he made that play. Yeah. He that's, made he found he a way to make a play. He made the play, but no, he didn't. NC State game. Makes that he made so obviously we're gonna skip to the end of the game since we're talking about Pope. Mm-hmm. That play at the end in the fourth quarter, you know, again he's behind the guy. It's a ball. It's actually a perfect ball to be honest. Like let's that be ball honest. was beautiful. Coach. That ball, yeah, it could have been out in front for a touchdown. No, like that it ball is been, where it needed. It to be. need to be six to yard the, line. Exactly. <laughs> it, like that's what I'm saying. Like you're you're behind the guy. Uh-huh. Like you know this ball is probably not going to lead you there. Like, you got to be ready. He was, uh, honestly, he played the ball well to the point where he had to turn around. Like, he tracked it well. He had to go up with his left leg so he could Mm -hmm. rotate that hip to spin back. And, you know, that's how you reach your hands out. You feel me? He The way he, like, hopped, it was like a little hop. He had no elevation on that play. 
And on top of that, like, okay, he could have jumped the exact same, no elevation, whatever. Mm-hmm. Stick your hands out. He might have thought too late about yeah. should I, yeah, I go back and grab it yeah, or like, like is so it coming going, to me? Like what's going on in his right. head, bro? It's right. just like something's there. Because bro. at the end of the day, the ball is up. He You're caught, there, and you need to go. He grab gets it. the ball. I, I zoomed in, and I got another angle. So he gets the ball, and his hands, his basket is probably not closed all the way. Whatever the case may be, the defender's hand again, boom, comes out, and mm-hmm. you see the ball go a completely opposite way. So that off that trajectory, you know it was hit out. Again, what happened the first time? Not securing the catch through contact, bro. Like you gotta have strong hands. You gotta hold on to the ball. So he, you're gonna okay. You made a body catch. And then you're not gonna tuck it, you're not gonna tuck right. it like that. And then that that play, you know, we he makes that catch, we win the game. I'm not with, you know, I'm not gonna say the things that people are saying on Twitter. Like I, I I'm right, keep it and real. it's never that. It's never all of that. It's just what it is. You yeah, gotta I'm make plays, and he's not making the plays we need him to make yeah. to win games. Yeah, he and they. We not. can say they because D, D Wiggins is the poster yeah. child, really. Yeah. To be honest, D Wiggins drops were. D. Wiggins costed us the game in a sense. If you're looking at it from a scoring perspective, when you're looking at okay, so how how I would see that is okay. Pope's was at the most critical moment of the game, so that has that impact. Right. But yeah, D. Wiggins right before halftime walks in, drops that, drops that. Um, that before before that one, before that one, before halftime, you know. Perry's just getting in the game, and he he floats you a bomb downfield 40, 50 yards. The defender falls down. You turn around, and you know you do everything you're supposed to do. You go up with your hands. He did everything he was supposed to do. The ball hit his hands and went straight down. You know what that tells you? That tells you he did not even try to use his fingers to grip tells the ball. tells you he don't got no hands. No hands, bro. <laughs> like, he's fast. Yeah, he's fast. He's but, fast. Man, he got a catch, he, bro. He, he a body catcher. Right. We don't want that. We don't want and that. And we have we spoke about the yeah, offensive yeah, class. Yeah, we got some coming in, so we'll see what's going on. And even with everybody coming in, I, I don't wish the I, like we said, like I said last podcast. I, I want the best for all the guys. If Mark Pope, um, you know, is not making the plays, the young guys are going to play, and that's just what it is. And it doesn't mean he's never going to see get the right field. To that. You got to make the plays. Let's say you go down from 50 to 60 snaps a game like you're doing now to, you know, you're getting 15 to 20. You better make something in those 15 exactly. to 20 or else you're going to get 10. You're going to keep going be, down. You're going to transfer. Same thing for exactly. Same thing with Wiggins. So, like, I need them to, you know, to because even if they are, you know, coming in rotating-wise, I want mm-hmm. the best unit we could have. Right. And, I mean, you can always use them. Like, Wiggins is not a – like yeah, a decoy, no, he gotta, he, he's he, a threat in the sense of getting downfield. Yeah, but you just got to catch. You, you're scared that he might not make the play. And exactly. What we saw when 88 comes in the game, first throw to him, what happens? Yeah, it's so, a touch. It's basically yeah, a touchdown. Yeah. So I reviewed the play. So he's so the ball is being hiked on the left hash. So it's a short side of the field. Keyshawn Smith is on the outside, and he's running a corner route, which is a strange route to run from that position. But what you could do is stem it inside yeah. so he did go inside the numbers um but when you're that's what you're supposed to do when the ball is snapped on like regular within the hash so you're saying that play is on the receiver's route or the quarterback's throw no nah, it's more on the receiver i would tell you like that i would i would tell the quarterback my bad right, like, right i would have right. walked up to him you didn't give him enough room to, like, to make my the bad. throw yeah, exactly so you got to go like two or three more steps inside 
you want to be close to the hash, not all the way there, and then bust the corner. Because when he busted the corner, there was really only four, five steps for Keyshawn Smith to the end zone, and he's just too fast. Right. Like, those steps is just too fast. And you, I don't know how reps are distributed in practice, but, you know, Perry's probably not throwing to Keyshawn Smith, you know, maybe that much. Maybe on the second team they are. Um, but that you could tell that that was just off. But it was also. I, I don't mean, think it was just on Keyshawn Smith. I would. Just, I'm saying just as a former receiver, like, and I would have walked up to the right. quarterback and said, "Yo, my bad. I gotta get more inside." Right. But you know, obviously the throw could have been the dude fell down. So, but he parried through the ball before the dude fell down. If you would have seen the dude fall down, he would have just floated right. it in. Um, but you you, you mentioned have that. you mentioned something on Twitter that was funny. You said that De'Aaron King had more <laughs> receiving yards than. Mike Harley and Mark Pope. Uh, nah, Harley and Wiggins. Harley and I mean, Wiggins. I mean, um, Pope and Wiggins. Pope bad. and Wiggins. Sorry, not not Harley. Yeah, sorry. not Harley Ball. Pope yeah, and Wiggins. Had yeah, a tug yeah. Too. No, no, no. Sorry. Um, Pope and Wiggins. Yeah. So the uh, Derek King had that that throwback pass from Reverend Jordan, and he got 15 yards on that. Uh, Zion Nelson hold your block, and then you know on a DD. Yeah, hold your block, and then you know he was trying to pancake dude, but you know he 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 outleveraged himself. Don't matter. He outleveraged himself. Dude broke off. You know, ended up making that. Those are the big plays that we need to make. Like we're running a trick. First of all, we ran a trick play in the first half. Like we're running trick plays in the first half to get yardage. Yeah, the playbook was open. I'm saying right now, like this was Lashley's. This was Lashley's best play calling game. It was beautiful. Everything was set up, and then watching. Nikosi operate feed it operate like that made he and it was just so calm it was really smooth right the play calls were definitely there to help him for sure mm-hmm. but you just felt like okay like okay we're about to get the ball back and we don't have to worry it's not like it was Nikosi 2018 when we were like right oh, we got you, the ball you had back. a we sense of confidence behind Nikosi and you noticed it one you know when he was running uh read option or and he takes a hit, right? He's getting up and looking at the DB, and he's like, yeah, soft ass. Like, you could see him getting up with his confidence and just playing, ready to get back to the ball, yeah, ready to, to operate what he was doing exactly. And, and nothing to lose, that's bro. when, obviously, a lot of people play their best, and, and he did. All the players, um, all the, I mean, not the players, all the people on Twitter, give me t- uh, Tyler Van Dyke, Tyler Van Dyke, Tyler Van Dyke. That's all they wanted. And I, I understand that perspective. Obviously, you would want to see the freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, King and Nazi's coming back. Perry's not going to st- maybe not right, stay. Right, you know the story. But, yeah, but now, you know, with his ACL, you never know um, if, you know, Perry stays around. But probably not, maybe. Um, I don't I don't want to speak on his future. Um, but, you know, Tyler Van Dyke was unavailable for, like, five weeks this year. You know, right. you know, being quarantined without having COVID and then, you know, potentially actually coming down with COVID, being out for three weeks. And then, you know, you had the two-week break period, you know, with Virginia Tech. So, you know, he had he, he had about five to six weeks less of coaching than a regular freshman on top of, you know, a, no spring practices and limited fall camps. Like, right. I would not have thrown Tyler Van Dyke out. In a bowl and, they, and they didn't. And um, I was happy they didn't um, because they, they, they didn't because Nikosi Perry was playing well enough. They didn't have to. So, right. like, if Perry laid an egg, you know, they might have thrown Van Dyke out there. Just to see and at that have. point, yeah, it's just seeing what you have because you know that all right, this is this is kind of wraps. But no, we stuck in the game and and we came back. But going back to the defensive side of the ball, let's switch back real quick. Um, in the first few drives, I'd say three, four. I mean, quarterback penetration wasn't oh my God. wasn't a thing at all. There was there was no such no such thing as pass rush. We were on that. 
I mean, if you're going to play back, like, play back and what, cover for 30 seconds? Like, what's the plan? I, I, I understand that, you know, we don't have Jalen Phillips and Roche out right. there. Like, I understand. I'm not going to come out here and pretend that, you know, Cam Williams and, you know, Harvey were supposed to keep that same level of production, which, you know, we were having problems problems sometimes with pass rush even with those guys exactly so i I was not expecting them to come in and just you know ball i was expecting you know you know some blitzes some help them out you know make a make a lineman choose but who they gonna pick up Mm -hmm. you know let one guy go free um but that was non-existent on the first drive um you know they scored on the fourth and sixth play i i counted the seconds before he threw the ball he threw the ball after six and a half seconds yeah, That's, six and a half seconds. I mean, beat Keon Trey Smith deep. But here's the thing, though. Six and a half seconds. You wouldn't seconds. think, okay, so six and a half seconds. Like, you, you can't blame the DBs for letting a catch get, you know, yeah. right? They're, they get a catch. But for it to get beat deep, six and a half seconds and on a short ball, that doesn't add up. You don't typically see, you know, so much time uh, burn. Deep ball and it's a bad throw and it's still a completion for a touchdown. Yeah, it was a horrible throw. The guy was literally looking back. It was like he was trying to catch a punt return. He was literally facing the quarterback, the line of scrimmage, Keontae Smith. You know, you're once you got within the two steps, like you were, he hit him exactly when the ball was mm-hmm. caught. Um, once you get within two steps, man, he he had to turn around and you know he could have potentially made a play on that ball, um, and then you know not catch a pi either. Um, if the dude would have dropped the ball, they would have gave him a PI for sure. Um, yeah, those PIs were flying. Um, yeah, but you you could tell it was a little different when guys like uh, I forget his name because Presley, we met they, him this game. Yeah, his, he had <laughs> one career catch or catch one catch, season, one catch this season, and then three touchdowns, three touchdowns. And it's just like, and then speaking of the pass interference, they called one on Gervin Hall mm-hmm. in the beginning where he had a slight push, not much. Bro, flopped for sure. You're mm-hmm. 215 pounds. Don't tell me you fell from right. that. And then the ball landed on the yellow lines. So in the end zone, you're going to see there's white lines, obviously, for the you know out of bounds. Five yards away, there's spotted white lines. <laughs> and then two yards behind that, there's yellow lines. The ball landed on the yellow lines, bro. Calvin Johnson was not going to get that <laughs> ball, bro. Like, you know those flags came out, though. Um, and a lot of people might want to give to Corey Couch a lot of, a lot of stuff, if you will. But man. I think for, for what he did and, and the physicality he played with, and we saw it early, right, that pick. To drop, but he could have had that pick on his on his game. Yeah, um, we saw a third down tackle that that was strong, yeah. got him off the field. Yeah, but um, oh no, it didn't get him off the field, right? Nah, oh no, that one got him off the that field. That one got him off the field. And then uh, he got beat on. A he stop got and he go. got beat he, he got, got beat, beat on, on the slant. He got beat on a stop and go. He but I, I don't, don't blame I, the penalties. I don't, I don't blame the penalty. Right. And and I don't I don't necessarily I I know that it's yes he got beat. But when you see what we're getting out of our corners right now, you see that he's playing at the highest level for that room right now. And, you know, they're going to target the best guys. They're going to, you know, go at him. And he is a little smaller. Not to say they were big. Yeah, he he's definitely the top guy right there, cover wise. You know, Ivy also stepped up to be but honest in coverage. Too. He did. I think to Corey Couch put himself out there enough and played so hard to where you know it it would stand out a little yeah, more than Ivy, he got. Yeah, Ivy needed to catch that pick um, that we talked about earlier, but he had one on a one on one fade ball. 
uh, you know, against Stoner, their second leading receiver, you know, where he's running downfield. Oh, beautiful. He turns, he turns beautiful his coverage. Head we just saw and, it. Yeah. Turns his head and then dives for the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I need. Like, you know, go for that ball. But we don't get that every play yeah, from hey, DJ Ivy. We, we don't. We don't actually don't get that every play from our, just our cornerback yeah, room. That's true. So it was nice to see Ivy do that. And I didn't put it in the thread because I have a special uh, a special way to tweet that uh, <laughs> coming up. Because, you know, I fuck with the cornerbacks. I mean, I... I vote with the cornerbacks. They're not performing well, but you know, I've I've liked the cornerback room. I mean, look, if if you would have sat there and told me that DJ Ivy and Takori Couch each have a pick, it would have been believable because of the ratio. ratio. (laughs) (laughs) Because of the ratio, but as far as like UM perspective on this season in general, like damn, Takori Couch and DJ Ivy had a pick in a game. Like, there's no way we lose that game. And and turnovers were a thing. Turnovers were what messed this game up for us. I mean, mess you know misplays. Excuse me, misplays and turnovers we could have had. Because we shouldn't have to be coming back. We shouldn't have to be having the story of, oh wow, this game is built for a guy like Derek King to come back. Oh wow, look, Nikosi Perry made it even better. Like, when is it gonna be that we come out the gate, pressing the issue? punching in the mouth first, being able to establish the run game, and, and just, like, you know, not yeah, be the we, team that responds from the punches. Yeah. Well, I like what I saw from the run game as far as the, mm-hmm. you know, the big plays from mm-hmm. Cheney. You know, Cam had shout a great – Shout out to Cheney. Yeah, shout out to Cheney. He was balling. Um, Cam had Cam had some good runs. Cam had some good catches. You know, he had <laughs> probably the best catch of the night for I sure. Sent, I, sent, I sent Steve the video on the corner route that Cam – ran and i was like so he makes these catches but yeah. our receivers can't yeah i know when he texted me that like when i was when i was tweeting it out and i was just like um when i was watching it Jeez. i had i was just looking and i was just like the refs couldn't even take it from him that's how good of a catch it was <laughs> right because right, yeah, right. he got his foot in like they tried <laughs> right, so hard to take right. it from him and they couldn't that's how good of a catch it was he but, snagged it we, we, we should have left him out there <laughs> Strong hands. <laughs> <laughs> he brought it in. He brought it in. And, you know, it, it was just nice to see, um, you know, it's touch on that ball. Right. You know, that was the only place, you know, Cam Harris would have been able to catch it. I was not expecting Cam Harris to jump up. I didn't up think and there was a place like for Cam receiver. Harris to catch yeah, that ball. Yeah, like, I'm not expecting Cam to jump up and, you know, do what a receiver should do. You know, that ball dropped right in. He tracked it, you know, got his foot in yeah. bounds and held on to it the whole time. So, um, that was great. So, the running backs, you know, they didn't have they didn't have a struggle day. I mean, you know, we didn't push oh, the issue, yeah. but we ran for over a hundred yards, and you know, you got to be happy when you can at least eclipse a hundred. Yeah, they had some receiving yards that were big, right? And it was a lot of the short game that you know we were, were stretching. Brevin really helped out with yeah, that. Losing too. King, uh, you know, that threat, you know, did hurt our running game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was plays made afterwards, um, but it did hurt. And um, so defensively, you know, I don't know if Manny's going to make changes. Uh, I personally don't know. No, Manny know. needs to make changes. I, I, it doesn't matter about what we I know or what we don't know. It's I, what needs to happen. I mean, I don't know if Manny makes the change that people want. Everybody wants Blake Baker gone. But what does he need to do? This is, this, is what, this is what is most likely going to happen. Either... I, I don't want... I don't know if I want this to happen. don't want it to happen. But I think he keeps Baker... Um, and then they get rid of some positional coaches, um, and then bring in new guys. 
I think he keeps Baker for, and then does that. But, you know, the only thing is, who would we replace Baker with? You know, we don't have the money in the COVID era right now to go, you know, buy out this guy's contract, the rest of these guys' contracts, and then, you know, go go hire another, um, you know, coaching staff. And then if they we get the okay from Blake James, which he said, you know, I'm going to give Manny everything he needs. Right. If, you know, if, those, if the board signs off on it, then, you know, fuck it. But, you know, we need to bring in a, you know, big money coach, you know, somebody who's going to do something. And somebody who's proven no more like group of five, um, you know, up and comers. Okay, Blake Baker was his disciple, you know, mm-hmm. so I understood that hire. And, you know, and I, I understood that, you know, well, I thought I understood that he would run Manny's defense. Blake it's Baker changed. is the it's, little homie, man. Yeah, but he's playing this exotic, cute zone blitzes. It's just And he's playing deep, yeah. deep zones when you're getting thrown on underneath on the last, I guess, potential tryout of your season. Um, my thing is, I'm rocking with Manny, right? Yeah. Gio, shout out to G, but he, you know, he has his takes, and he says Manny Diaz. This would never happen, and we know this. Manny Diaz needs to go back to DC so we can get a real coach, and he can <laughs> handle what he needs to handle. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. But me, what I think is, I think Manny is fine. I think he can do this at you know the HC. He's already in HC. Yeah, he's not going to go back every, to DC or not, anything like that. He's a coach. I, I had, he, yeah, but. My thing is, he needs to be able to get over any type of feeling or any type of how it looks or any of that and do what's right for the team. And my opinion, what you've seen from this game stamped 21 points in a the long quarter. season of what's been happening and what the problem has been. Positional coaches can go too. But yeah, Baker sure. needs if, to go. If the, if the DC goes, the, the, you know, the, now, every DC is going to want to bring in their own guys. Now, okay. If you want to do what you say, don't fire Baker. No, I'm not saying. No, no, no. I, no, no, no. I'm saying like what you were just saying. My bad. Not yeah. what you said is going to happen. What you what well, you I, said is a scenario. So if yeah. you go with your scenario with Baker being fired and positional coaches, you know, being the ones that are changed. Okay. I'm rocking with Manny still, but I think next year is going to be the year where I will turn personally against him if it doesn't work out and, you know, and he doesn't address it as soon as possible. Yeah, I understand, and um, you know? it's just okay. I, I'm not for keeping Baker. Like, oh, we need to keep him, right? But like, there's certain people on the defensive staff that I would like to keep, like Banda mm-hmm. for his for recruiting. Sure. And then you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, if he goes to get a DC job, you know, I more power to him. Um, but if we fire Baker, we need to find somebody. We I don't want to promote right. Banda to DC. Right. Yeah, I mean, he was. And a point you made earlier about mm-hmm. when G said about a real head coach and Manny. I mean, I think <laughs> Manny's definitely growing, so he's not level. But I had a conversation with somebody the other day. I was just like, imagine if we had Manny Diaz as the DC, Rhett Lashley as OC, and Mark Rick was still the head coach. <laughs> like, you know what I had somebody, I had a conversation about that. And I was just like, I thought about it, and I was just like, wow. We were so well coached yeah. under Rick. Yeah. It was crazy. We were well coached. Yeah. And, you know, obviously his offensive stuff, you know, was our downfall. Um, but right. But we saw what, what football games are, where they're winning, lost. We saw, football. you know what I'm saying? We saw that impact on Mark Rick, uh, from Mark Rick on our team. And there was a lot of more, uh, I'm not even going to go there, but yeah, Mark just, Rick was, was definitely, was you know, quick, the, cool the, the great coach that, He's the stability. Yeah, that kind of guy is what I'm trying to say. So, you know, Manny and not to discredit Manny, but it's not in him 100 percent yet to the level where 
You know, it's going to be a whole group effort of guys playing a certain way. We're seeing, we've seen way too many undisciplined things this season um, to even try to compare. But I think Manny is fine. And I think that um, the right changes need to be made and they need to be made cold, like, yeah, you know, cold heartedly. It don't, it don't need to be no feelings attached. Yeah, it need to be business decisions. No matter if you keep University of Miami's interest. If you keep somebody or you let somebody go, it need to be strictly on business. You know, you can't let somebody go from a bad relationship. You can't, you know, not let somebody go because of a good relationship. Let them go because, like you said, like if he don't make the changes and we don't take the leap that we think we should, like. People will when, start it's turning on It's not a talent issue. It's not a talent it's not issue. A talent that's issue. The, that's what everybody everywhere. knows. Well, some of our talent is mm-hmm. underperforming. Right. So right. You know, but it's also well, you can argue. Some will argue that it's due to scheme. It's due to coaching, and I can see where some would say, but I can also see where you know the others would say that you know no, they're yeah. underperforming. They're dropping balls that are right in their hands for yeah, sure. The, yeah, couch. You can't argue I, that. Bubba. You can't tell me Bubba's not Pope, performing. Wiggins. Exactly. You know, just everybody that, you know, That's that true. we look at with but then again, as the most talented But players. then again, where coaching comes in. Because, look, if Mark Rick was the coach, do you think that we would have seen Peyton in for D. Wiggins right away? 88 in for D. Wiggins right away? Do you think we would have seen? I mean, yeah. We used to. They, you know what I'm saying? They used to, ro- they used get to him throw, out of throw Langham in real quick. They Come used to on. throw Langham Who in wants real to quick. Make and a then play? what happened when Langham started making plays? He started Who? taking snaps. Yes. Like, that's yes. that's the thing. Like, we did rotate. And, like, like, when people drop passes, like, they sat Jeff. Yeah, you know, little things sat, like that are sat, the difference. Exactly. They've sat, coaching. They sat Pope before. So, They've yeah, sat under, Wiggins before. These kids are going to underperform. They're 19, 20 years old like 21 years old so you think they're gonna just come in here not you but you think they're gonna come in here and just outperform you know there's only so many kids in college football that play great every single week there's there's a there's a nice list of them but it ain't all of them and it definitely ain't gonna be the third or second best wide receiver at the miami at miami so the fact that you know they can have their ups and downs but you got to know that you have also other talent that can be the Plug in, plug out, plug yeah. in, plug out, and they'll do it happen. Yeah, after Wiggins dropped that screen, they put Keyshawn Smith in. That's when mm-hmm. we talked about that corner route. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought he, you know, from my experiences um, around the game, uh, you drop a pass, you get, um, you know, you sit, and it's not about, you know, you can't ever go back in because, you know, just like Mark Pope against NC State dropped an early pass, exploded in halftime. Right. So you're going to get a chance. It's about doing what, what, what you're going to do after yeah. it. But – I've never seen a guy drop a pass. You know, Keyshawn Smith, that was, that pass was like the last play of that drive. I've never seen a guy drop and get substituted and then go back out the next drive and start. Like, I felt like when I, um, when I saw it was 8 and not 88 out there, I was just like, hold up. He got to sit at least a drive. You know, at least a drive. I understand you can't pull the plug on the kid, you know, if you don't, if you feel like, you know, he can make those plays and he's right. just underperforming. Um, but. You got to make him accountability. Feel it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you know, he feel it. you sit a drive. He sat two plays. You know, you need to sit if a this drive. This was practice. He's running laps. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So like he needs to sit a drive. So, you know, I'm all for, you know, every receiver is going to drop a ball, you know, so I'm all for, you know, getting them back in and making like, sure they're like good. Like I said, I think a lot of this comes from coaching. You know, like yeah, the coach is going to be the, the the if they're the the temperature um checker in the room or whatever. They're going to have Sit to maintain him. it and say, okay, boom, yeah, we have to say it. If you don't, this is what happens. Now Sit Manny him. Manny has to take this offseason, reflect, 
2020 yeah, has been sat, everybody's worst. Yeah, they you know they took after cool. the after the drop um before, uh, from Pope on the deep ball and beat first one. They took him right out, and he he didn't go in the next series. Mm-hmm. Wiggins dropped him and he back out. You know, at least had at least he didn't Pope didn't go in the next series. Obviously, it didn't help. He dropped another one later. That was key. Um, but at least he didn't go in the next series. That's what right. I when I looked at it, I was like, why is Wiggins back out there the very first play? Like, yo, where is Keyshawn Smith? Like, this is the bowl game. Out of any game to do it, Seriously. it's the bowl game. Now um, let's do this. Punt return. Yeah, bro. I, I I like I said, I love Mike, bro. You know Harley. That's you know, but we just all year. This is just what punt return's been for us. He has two months. You know, one from Duke. Um, one from here, you know, we have Muss from Gervin, we have Muss from Pope, we have Muss from Restrepo. So literally every punt returner we've put out um, has had those issues. And, you know, we're all excited about Malik Curtis. But, you know, I have highlighted, you know, he has some mishandlings with right. returns do. He just has He's the, the type of guy that will so grab it and go, though. Yeah, he'll yeah, still, yeah, he'll still, he'll still. Has to, to him. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll hit that bit. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. his speed is elite. Now, my thing is, one – I don't think that Harley's the guy for punt return. I don't think that Pope is the guy for punt return anymore. Yeah, I don't. They probably won't put him back out there. now, which is fine. Why? Why do you think that they haven't tried out a guy like, um, my boy, Clark? Yeah, Marcus Clark. Clark. I know, right? Like eight punt return touchdowns in a season. Like, I mean, like crazy and, like and he has the hands. He has the ball skill. Uh, yeah, you know, play what, receiver. Play, I mean, it's just something picks. to see. You got to be able to see what you got. I mean, maybe maybe he he is returning, uh, like at least taking reps mm-hmm. back there. I, we I wouldn't know. There's been nothing good that's come out of a punt return this year, from what we've shown. Yeah, you know, Pope still has the longest punt return of the season. That was in the first game. So you're gonna tell me nobody? So and we've been still we still muffing shit. We still haven't beaten the longest punt. It was a you punt literally return. muffed some shit yeah. in the last game of yeah. the season. Yeah, so Pope uh, had a 20-yard return against UAB. It's, you could forget about it. It's, it's not a memorable play or just him using speed yep. against UAB. Um, but to, we haven't got a, a, a better punt return than that since. And we've rotated so many guys. That's bad. Nobody I can think it's time play. that, yeah, we, those guys can't be the guys next year. Oh, bro. Uh, I mean, yeah. Like, no. okay, it's got to be. You know, I'm excited for at punt return. It's gonna be you know a Malik Curtis, uh, Brashard Smith mm-hmm. battle. Maybe Jacoby George as well. Um, those three need to be in there. But there are freshmen, so you might want to have an upperclassman in there. For that, sure. If it does come back to it, and, like you I know, said, if Marcus it, Clark, yeah, try so, him out. Yeah, I, I want him out there. And then you know. You probably would need some receivers, so I would like Restrepo to keep getting chances. I don't think we should close the yeah, chapter. Yeah, no, 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 I don't for think sure. we should close right. the chapter right on him at punt return. Um, but just th- that the 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 guys in there needs to be you know more room and needs to be you know new fresh blood. So I would like Restrepo, Smith, George, you know Curtis, all to get that crack. I would love Curtis to win yeah. the job. Um, but just having the three guys next to him would would be what he needs to push him. For sure. So, I mean, look, Steve-O, this is the last game of the season. It's the last review of the year, literally the last podcast of the year. 2020 is about to be done about two, three hours. Um, any final thoughts? I mean, final thoughts uh, to close out the year. Um, get well, dear King. And... Uh, eight and three after six and seven so when you look at it you know we did you know get better 
you know, schematically, offensively, we just look better. You know, right. we, we have faith. You know, we just had a backup quarterback come in and, you know, make plays like the one we're watching right now. Um, so I really feel good about the direction offensively. Like every all these elite quarterbacks, you know, I mean, all these elite uh, colleges, you know, can, you know, plug and play these quarterbacks right. with their schemes and stuff. So I'm happy that we saw a little bit of that. It, you know, it gives me confidence, like, OK, like this is what a, a quarterback developed by Rhett Lashley looks like. Right. You know, and then so I'm excited about, you know, what T- TVD has been getting in the background, mm-hmm. you know, and what Jake Garcia is mm-hmm. about to get. Um, so I'm excited about that. And then final thought would be, you know, we, we I guess we're just not ready yet for that big moment and even though we have what we it takes like just something's missing you know that we're still building and um hopefully next year is it and you know that's all we could do I'm, I'm gonna review as much as i can and uh we just need to see improvement across the board um because you know we're good yeah we gotta beat ranked opponents we need to be great that's for sure I, I'm, a, I'm gonna let you i'm gonna let you end up with that one because uh i feel the same way so Happy New Year, y'all. Thank you guys for listening. Follow Twitter at 365 Canes Info. Yo, yo. Happy New Year's, everybody.